0: It up. I'm going to be amped.
1: I'm going to do shit. i gotta to do shit.
0: Aw, oh, damn it. <laughs> Threw my bottle cap in my glass.
1: <laughs> At least it's empty. Mm. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. <laughs> That's what I was aiming on. for. You're a jerk. <laughs> Don't, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Not today.
0: Not today, but I've, I've established, I believe, before that my Kobe joke.
1: <laughs> that you're a jerk?
0: No, now you say it after you miss. <laughs> See, he died in a helicopter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He used to go, can't miss a shot, it's perfect, swish. And it's like, that was not a perfect helicopter flight.
1: He wasn't flying.
0: Welcome to the Nightmare Box. <laughs> Presenting Mistakes Were Made. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, my wife, Kristen Bloom, badass bitch,
1: back in the gym. Week 11? No. Week uh, week 10 and a half? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, um, got a little behind for a minute there, and um, Jax is terrorizing food on the floor behind me. (laughs) Um, Not like behind behind, just like a couple of days behind enough that it was offsetting the next week a little bit, so... Technically, I am finishing week nine of my guides. I have like two days left, and then I figured since, uh, as of the recording of this podcast, it's a holiday week, and I'm pretty sure the gym's going to be closed for Thanksgiving, as it should be. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to do some cardio to finish out the week and then start. Hell yeah. Week 10, which is my new five day a week routine next
0: week. Fuck yeah. You excited?
1: kind of yeah i like i I glanced at the first week and like um since it's five days the workout sessions seem like they might be a little bit shorter Mm -hmm. but they're like more intensely broken up and like at the end of one of them it's like no go do the stairmaster for 15 minutes i'm like i don't want to do the stairmaster for 15 (laughs) minutes though that sounds terrible (laughs) especially
0: after a leg day no it might help it might stretch them out a little bit afterward but
1: yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I hate, I hate stairs. I hate stairs. I don't want to do a stairmaster. I
0: did not go to the gym. I slept until 1 o'clock this afternoon.
1: Earned like, it, though.
0: Yep, yeah, we had a positive COVID over at work. I was uh, the only one, really. Like, there were like, like two, all no. week? Yeah. yeah, there were two or three of us, but I was the only shelter attendant that could be on, on my half of the week, so I was running around basically doing a three-man job by myself. Might have got a little tired. By the end of that shit, didn't set an alarm last night and woke up at 1 o'clock this you afternoon. You also went
1: to bed at, like, midnight last night. You stayed yeah. up pretty late, but you were sleeping so hard this morning. I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and just play games on my phone. Yeah.
0: I was conked out. So I've been low energy all day. The only thing I've accomplished is a trip to the Walmart for beer. That is, so I drank all night, I passed out all day, and I'm back on the train.
1: I am fairly confident in it. If I hadn't woken you up, you would have slept till 3 in the afternoon. Probably. <laughs> I was like, he is still yeah. really Really out. My
0: hoodie was pulled over my face so to me the world was black.
1: <laughs> you had your hoodie over your face and the covers over yeah. you. Yeah I was trying <laughs> to <laughs> suffocate still alive myself. Under
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not hosting this show today. I'm not guiding this train. No. Nope. Leave that up to Kristen. <laughs> I should have had you do the intro and you call me beautiful for once.
1: You are beautiful I and do effervescent. I do don't do feel it. Like- you're a badass bitch, Brett Bloom. I am a
0: badass bitch. It sounds I, cooler. I only know it on the inside.
1: It sounds cooler doing it with your name because it's B B B B. Yeah. You're a badass bitch, <laughs> Brett
0: Bloom. God damn right. That's why both of my sisters have B names. <laughs> my, dad, my dad foresaw that, you know, in <laughs> the future. Be bad and he's bitches. like, they're gonna be bad bitches, Brittany and Brandy Bloom. <laughs> We all have the same. Was it
1: really just because he liked the B&B and thought that was funny? Is that a true story?
0: I mean, we all have the same. His first name starts with a C. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't make sense.
1: Like, that is.
0: I don't know whose decision it was. And uh, two of the kids are from, you know, a different marriage than me and my brother's Mm. mother. And uh, so that's my big joke. It's always been. My dad was not a father. He was a (laughs) franchiser.
1: That's just so strange. Gave us
0: all the same exact initials.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Like, especially if they're not his initials or they're not family initials. They're not family initials. That's so weird.
0: My middle initial is a family initial. It's like my great uncle or whatever who died in Korea. Um... I don't know why I said, or whatever. He was a fucking purple heart. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, he got a purple heart.
1: Died somewhere on some
0: hill. <laughs> yeah, fucking, no, he got stabbed up in a bunker. Um, they overran his bunker and bayoneted mm. him to death. That's a plan. If I remember the story correct. That's
1: a cheery way to start this show. Yeah,
0: yeah. Brett's, Brett's happy family. <laughs> I mean, all that's the holiday who
1: spirit I'm... here. My
0: middle, my middle initial.
1: <laughs> Speaking of family, though. Nelson.
0: But I thought it was Nathan for years. You
1: thought like, your middle name was Nathan? When I was
0: a kid. Because we're all BMBs. And so, like, it was like, just You're shoot like, for any N, N name. <laughs> like, how old
1: were you when you realized it was Nelson?
0: It's like six or some shit oh, yeah, like that's... that. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: excuse that. I was
0: still trying to conceptualize the idea of a middle initial, but yeah. I thought it was Nathan or some shit like that.
1: Who am I? Yeah,
0: I had to ask my mom, which is a horrifying situation. Hey, mom, what's my name? <laughs> like, I know you were trying to look for a Montessori school to send me to. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm buggered a so <laughs> if... <laughs> oh. <coughs> There are signs earlier. <clears throat> but I'm not guiding the ship today. I have no notes. Not? That's uh, all that to say that.
1: This is not on my notes, but I figured we'd start here. Um, speaking of the family and shit, uh, as of the recording of this episode, it is not yet Thanksgiving. But by the mm-hmm. time you guys hear this, Thanksgiving will have come and gone. Yeah. And uh, Brett and I are doing duck again this year. We did duck year uh, last year for Thanksgiving with, uh, I'm going to attempt bacon-wrapped asparagus and then probably mashed potatoes. But it had me thinking. Um, So I was talking to one of the girls that I work with since you and I uh, for the past two holidays haven't been able to spend it with family. It's basically just been you and me doing our little holiday meals together. Um, One of the girls I work with was talking about how part of her tradition is that they do like some of the normal food, like Turkey mm-hmm. and stuff that people do. But every year she cooks one thing that she's never done before. That's
0: interesting. Um,
1: because when she was growing up, they just made the same thing every year, which I yeah. think is what most people do. Cause mm-hmm. that's definitely what my family did. And she said, she got so sick of eating the same thing every year that she's made it like her little tradition that there's at least one new dish that she's never cooked before yeah, every fun. year. Yeah. Um, and I guess technically, you and I are semi starting our tradition of doing duck for Thanksgiving because we've done it twice in a row. I but like I was duck. curious do you have traditions your family did for Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, my dad would get too drunk and scream at all of us.
1: <laughs> Positive <laughs> traditions,
0: Brett. <laughs> my mom would normally throw a plate at the wall. I'd get kicked out of the house, and it would be Positive. like 40 degrees outside, and I'd be on my bike. <laughs> is going around in circles because I knew I couldn't go home or else things were going to get violent. No. Um,
1: no I'm, not a, I'm
0: not a cook. No, my, my mom, um, she's not a big cook because she knows this. So if this comes across her, it's not going to offend her. Uh, is not a very good cook. Oh, <laughs> She has like five things she kicks the shit out of Me and too. then she runs around in a world of confusion when it comes to literally anything else. And uh, But her big one was like, Christmas and Thanksgiving, she would do these roasts, um, and we we did turkey on um, Thanksgiving, Christmas. <coughs> it was like a, a proper English Christmas with the you know, Yorkshire puddings and the um, roast beef and all of that noise.
1: Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I've never. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I guess that you wouldn't have done traditional American like foods.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom did a Christmas, like English Christmas thing where it was like fucking 15 different things running at once and she had to start cooking at like fucking 8 o'clock in the morning to get it all banged out. Uh, Thanksgiving, she doesn't care about because she's from England. <laughs>
1: Do they not? They didn't celebrate over there at all? Thanksgiving. Do you
0: want to remind yourself of the story of Thanksgiving? Well, I
1: know, but I, I like—I don't know. Like I, some people, like might just be like, "Oh, that seems fun. I'll join in." You know, like oh, well, my know. mom, my mom, especially does. considering, and, yeah, my brother's she over there.
0: Yeah, and she is an American now. She's a citizen. So, um, but yeah, growing up, she didn't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. <laughs> it wasn't a thing she grew up with. It was not a. She understood the importance of it, and we did Thanksgiving dinners. It's not like she blew it off, but her heart is in Christmas. She Does really she likes still that.
1: do Thanksgiving dinners now that yeah, you guys cause, are older?
0: Uh, yeah, because Ben's over there, so they still link up and do Thanksgiving, just out of tradition.
1: I didn't even think about any of that. Yeah. That's how much I think about you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, no, I'm from a military family. We, we we had very small housing for you know my entire childhood. I uh, guess that
1: was kind of where my head was, though, that you're from a military family. And mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like military families tend to be very proud Americans and have very proud American traditions. Mm -hmm. So I was like... I bet they had, like, a proper Thanksgiving dinner every year. (laughs) They had
0: a cornucopia. They had shit falling out of it.
1: (laughs) Basically. Had a pilgrim there at the table with you.
0: Not that I remember. I don't remember any pilgrims. Uh, There was a really cool Christmas. You didn't
1: give any Indian smallpox?
0: Um, No. (laughs) That was your people. (laughs) I was born in England. (laughs) Uh, no, the, the coolest one ever, though, um, and it only happened once, so it's not a tradition. It just came to mind, and it's more of a Christmas story. But uh, my dad was a um, combat flight engineer, so he was in the 55th SOS, so flew out of uh, Florida. He was special operations dude, and they flew the the 60s, the fucking Black Hawk, Pave Hawk, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And we got a call to go out onto the street and it was like all the houses on the street that had the military families got this same phone call. Hey, Santa's coming, you know, this, that, that. Well, the door gunner had dressed up as Santa Claus and they hovered over our neighborhood. And Aww. they like came really low because that's like they're low and slow, you know, <laughs> fucking way that they fly those helicopters and they just flew over a residential thing we're like looking down the street for santa claus and then this fucking you don't even hear them coming really just and then all of a sudden santa's waving at you from the fuck and then they had to bolt because i don't think they're legally allowed to do that (laughs) but they dressed up richie as santa claus and he waved at us from the helicopter
1: that's cool yeah so, Aww.
0: to me, Santa Claus you is a door gunner <laughs> Do you know who took lives were? in Kosovo and Bosnia Aww. and Somalia. <laughs> Do
1: you remember how old you were when that happened?
0: It was very young because we were in Florida, and that's um, where Ben was born. So
1: Young enough to actually believe it was Santa?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young enough to where I thought, holy fuck, my dad is doing war missions with Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very confusing time because we'd have all these stories of like, what the fuck is going on in all these crazy places of the world? Like these, they're not like your Iraq and Afghanistan's, you know, type battles, but they were things most Americans don't really think about like Bosnia and Kosovo, these like genocides that were happening In these countries in the Eastern Bloc and shit. And then the stuff that was going on down in Africa. Um, So in my head, I was trying to blend this thing that happened in (laughs) 1993, 1994, uh, where they shot a Black Hawk down in Somalia, and then the Somalians flipped the fuck out. If you, you, You might be familiar with the movie Black Hawk Down. That shit happened, and my dad knew the pilot. That got captured and held hostage. Like, <laughs> I
1: like how I was expecting some warm, yeah, fuzzy yeah. holiday so, story, no, and this s- turned into something completely no. different. So I've
0: got like my dad on the phone on one hand, like talking to the dude who got kidnapped in Somalia, um, trying to come up with a plan to go over with his guys, and he's like getting advice from this like legendary pilot who got shot down. And then I'm seeing Santa Claus,
1: <laughs> and so
0: I don't know if Santa Claus is helping us. With the war in Somalia.
1: Yes, Santa endorses war.
0: Yeah, but he should waste less time giving me toys and more time giving them rice because they seem pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) That's my understanding of Christmas and foreign conflict. (laughs) Not (laughs) at at all. Age ten or whatever the fuck it was. No, no, I was older than ten. That is
1: not at all. (laughs) I was younger than ten. Well, thanks for the feel goods.
0: Yes, if we had, if I had any fun memories about the holidays.
1: I don't think most people would be my, like, "That's a cute story."
0: My dad was special operations. <laughs> Those are the kind of stories I have. We, this thing happens for. Kristen asks me questions about my childhood, and then I slowly reveal why I am the way I am through answering those. I was
1: like, oh, there are no warm, fuzzy moments ever, are there? Nope. (laughs) Very,
0: very few. They're very far between.
1: (laughs) You were probably the kid that cried in Santa's lap as a child. You're like, who is this motherfucker? (laughs) What what do you
0: want for Christmas? World peace. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Why is your dick getting hard? Leave me alone, Santa. Oh, God. (laughs) So the only childhood mm. traditions, we, you know, Christmas squadron party, you know, where now that I've been in and out of the Air Force, I know that my parents were just getting hammered in the next room while they sat us down to watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for the 15th time. As you do. Yeah. In my head, I was like, they're probably having a lot of fun, like doing ball stuff. And now I've been. They're, yeah,
1: they're ballroom dancing in yeah. the next room. And
0: now I've been to the E-Club for the smashed. Christmas parties, and it's just Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. Jaegermeister.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about, uh, not necessarily for Thanksgiving, but for Christmas, buying a bottle of Bailey's and just getting up that morning and putting it in the coffee I'm and being a
0: thousand like, percent down. we're just
1: going to stay drunk today. I'm
0: just day drinking. <laughs> drunk yeah, cook. My favorite thing about Bailey's is no matter how much Bailey's you drink in like 30 minutes, you're kind of sober.
1: That's that's potentially my my... <laughs> Semi traditional plan for us for Christmas. Just yeah, start the day drinking. <laughs> start it
0: drinking. Just Baileys and hot toddies and fucking.
1: <laughs> well, no, I was just curious because um. I too am not a cook because I'm not a good cook. Um,
0: Sorry, I completely hijacked no, your little segment here.
1: No, I It's funny because that's not where I expected <laughs> it to go at all. Like, I did, thought it was. Did you be guys cute. open
0: a present on Christmas Eve to just wait for Christmas <laughs> Day? it's like, no, my dad flew his helicopter over overhead.
1: Um, you were sitting on my notes, Max. Uh, no, like with us, we uh, kind of similar did uh just the same food every year for the most part like my mom would occasionally switch up and do uh ham for thanksgiving and then turkey for christmas instead Mm -hmm. of the other way around but very what i would imagine are common traditional holiday foods like we would do either the turkey or the ham the stuffing the broccoli casseroles and like all that stuff and like i am not a Moist, bready food person? Okay. I'm going to move Max because Max is trying to make Max love to the... Max is rubbing his
0: face against the arm.
1: <laughs> Max is trying to make love to the mic. <laughs> um, so I, like, whenever... We did our holiday thing last year, which granted it's just the two of us so we're not yeah, gonna make like an <laughs> we're not gonna make an excess of food in general because uh, we couldn't possibly hope to eat all of that and yeah. I'm not eating leftovers for two weeks Despite straight. Despite the
0: fact that we always make way too much goddamn food. You see us on quesadilla chip night.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's not like weeks worth of food. If we made like a full blown holiday feast, we the two We'd of us would eating be eating that for it. weeks.
0: Yeah. If we made just a regular turkey, that shit would last us a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but I, I also don't like a lot of the traditional holiday foods that people make because yeah. they tend to be kind of moist bread, bready foods. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like cobblers or casseroles or stuffing or any of that stuff. Um, so whenever we did ours last year, we just did, I think it was duck, broccoli, corn, and mashed potatoes. Yeah, um.
0: And it was the first time that either one of us, I think, had ever made duck.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> did the HelloFresh, and it was just like a well, slice of duck. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a whole duck. This was like yeah. a whole duck we had to roast in the oven yeah. for a while, and I was like...
0: <laughs> like a rotisserie chicken-sized duck. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I was really nervous that it was going to turn out terrible, because mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I've never done this before. It was um, awesome. <laughs> but I saw it at, a, I think the store is called Rosar's. My mm-hmm. work gave us gift cards to... Um, like one of the local stores here to like yeah. buy stuff for our holiday dinner, and I was literally just browsing and saw it, and I was like, "Duck sounds like it might taste good, <laughs> <laughs> even though I've never had duck." Yeah. <laughs> so I have kept the tradition alive this year. We're doing duck again this year, but Fuck yeah. um,
0: we should do. Like ostrich or some obscene (laughs) fucking exotic animal. I was was thinking... like 10-year anniversary penguin.
1: (laughs) I was thinking about that in general, because I am not a cook, and I don't like a lot of traditional holiday food, so I was like, I wonder what... Especially as like you and I kind of grow as a family or whatever, like mm-hmm. what our traditions are going to be and like what we're going to make. And are we going to make the same thing every time? Because that does get boring yeah. after a while. No, what I want to
0: learn how to learn to make is like a really good corn casserole. And I've got the hookup for the best corn casserole. And I just need to get the recipe for yeah, her. Yeah, I
1: probably won't eat that, but you go for it. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't like casseroles. It's
0: fantastic. It's very fatty and it's not good for you at all. <laughs>
1: But it is the tastiest tasty.
0: goddamn shit I've ever Comfort had in my life. Comfort foods aren't supposed to be good
1: for you. You're no. allowed to not count calories for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I am excited to see what our traditions. Hell are.
0: yeah! You got any ideas
1: for traditions? Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Die hard for Christmas. We need to come up with a good yes. Thanksgiving movie.
1: Die Hard for Christmas. Can't wait. No, I'm gonna make you watch Nightmare Before Christmas at some point. I yeah. don't care what you say. You have to watch well, it with no, me. No, we can
0: do Die Hard on Christmas Eve. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Die Hard for Christmas. It's. It's. I hate that it's been hijacked by the internet as some like dumb thing. Like, I've been doing that since I was a kid. Die Hard for Christmas. Now it's an internet meme. It's like if you watch <laughs> Die Hard on Christmas, you're an original prick. And it's like, I've been doing this. I don't fun. want to hipster myself on the fucking Die Hard meme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't do stuff like that. We did... Um... Like we'd listen to Christmas music and put up the Christmas tree. And... Mom made
0: us watch It's a Wonderful Life every year, and I hate that, that movie. Depressing. And yeah. I have hated that movie since I was a kid. And mom would be like, It's only like an hour and ten minutes long. And I was like, I hate it. It's a good movie, but he's it's gonna
1: depressing. go to the
0: bank. He's gonna lose his money. We're gonna learn a weird lesson about why we should never have the Federal Reserve. Then he's gonna attempt suicide and then a the big fucking white dot's gonna come out and make him do shit. <laughs> then at the end, he is going to collapse his bank, basically, by giving away all of the cash standard. And if we were still on the gold standard, that'll fucking be shouldn't have been made.
1: All right, then. You were super My mom's Christmas tradition is the
0: reason why I'm a libertarian, if we think about it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, then. You
0: should have just jumped off that
1: fucking bridge. (laughs) I'm going to have separate traditions that exclude you, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't do any of that show. We just listened to <laughs> Christmas music and put up Christmas trees. And yeah. yes, we did open a present on Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> we never did that. Mom hated that tradition. Why? Unless it was pajamas, like she would, she, she couldn't stand it.
1: Why? it. It bugged
0: her. <laughs> she wanted all the anticipation of like you get everything on this one morning.
1: We do small gifts. They weren't ever big yeah. ones. But well, yeah. we did
0: it but like. When we'd go do like Christmas Eve with friends and stuff like that, we'd exchange gifts on Christmas Eve. But as far as the ones in the family, it was very important to her that they did not get opened until Christmas morning.
1: She wanted all
0: of it to hit at once. We
1: opened our advent calendar earlier, so shame on us. Yeah. We haven't opened opened it.
0: My mom handmade us a fucking advent calendar. That's
1: really cute. With
0: cloth. I don't know what's in the pockets. It's awesome.
1: I am determined. Um, this is the first step, and eventually, you'll like Christmas decorations because nope. I like Christmas decorations. So nope. eventually, I've
0: agreed to fuck off in the uh, Christmas lights on the banister at the apartment. It's as far as we made it. We might get a tree this year. No, we <laughs> get a not. tiny tree, like like kitchen table tree.
1: I want to <laughs> get a. It seems kind of silly to buy it that far in advance, but I want to get like a big one after Christmas because they go on sale after Christmas Mm -hmm. and they had some really cute ones last year that weren't too expensive. But yeah, we literally don't have any space for a tree.
0: (laughs) We're in a one bedroom apartment. There are boxes that have still not been (laughs) unpacked. I don't know what the fuck's going on.
1: (laughs) But uh, cheers in advance to us to the Thanksgiving dinner. We definitely crushed. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Murdered that shit. Didn't even try. Did it blindfolded, as a matter of fact, just in case you're curious. <laughs> how I accomplished such a tasty au jus bread pairing, f- fucking meat and cheese plate. <laughs> other fancy stuff. You know,
1: like, <laughs> all the frenzy, fancy French things. Uh, where, did you work last year? I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. No. T- I, for Thanksgiving. Not
0: Thanksgiving. No, I don't think so. I think I worked Christmas.
1: No, you yeah, had Christmas off because we went Well, then, to
0: yes, I worked, thanks. Because, yeah,
1: I was like, I was thinking about that because I was like, I feel like you did, and I had to prep the duck by myself, and I was like, I hope this doesn't <laughs> suck because I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah. The person who does all the cooking is in here. <laughs> so... It's like, uh,
0: what is salt? Run me by the basics. Is that the white one or the black one? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I had to figure I out... I can't
0: even read.
1: I had to figure out, like, a glaze for it because, like, it gives That's you... That's right, yeah. It gives you, like orange sauce with the duck but i had to like make an actual glaze to go on it and yeah i'm if i'm remembering right you worked that day so i was just mm-hmm. on my own <laughs> so uh yeah i am hoping you're off this year and you can help me yeah, tackle that <laughs> i should
0: be as long as nobody else goes down with COVID. and i am not scheduled to work thanksgiving i did it blindfolded and blind drunk double blind
1: probably still crushed it, though <laughs> but holiday stuff aside Um,
0: I convinced you to make a drunk cast while we were cooking and it was terrible audio and it had to be deleted because halfway through we started having outrageous levels of noisy sex on the
1: table,
0: on the table, (laughs) underneath (laughs) the microphone. And it was basically just springs and orgasms. And, um,
1: that's how your Thanksgiving went.
0: That's how my Thanksgiving (laughs) went.
1: Good to know. (laughs) You're predicting. I still had the (laughs) blindfold on. I can't.
0: Um, I can't. I can't believe I was able to maintain my rhythm, blind drunk on a rickety single person kitchen table.
1: That has folded leaves. Yeah, without
0: turning off the podcast or knocking the laptop off of said rickety table. Yeah,
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you can predict how your day is gonna go. Like I predicted, you spilling that beer last yeah. night. <laughs> I was like, this book's gonna get wet. Let me move that. <laughs> oh, there goes the beer. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Right, this is a total derailing of all of my notes. We haven't even talked okay, about Okay, well, you're supposed notes. to be fucking conducting. <laughs> I forgot how off the rails you get when you don't I have
0: don't notes. I don't have notes. I'm just trying to fill airspace. <laughs> it's working, oddly enough. <laughs> it's forgot. like I'm drunk driving and there's nobody else on the street. I'm just one eye open, <laughs> fucking holding it between the lights.
1: <laughs> it's been a while since I've been the one who had the show notes. I forgot, like, how hard you are to steer. <laughs> yeah, because... You don't have notes. You feel like much more obligated to like have something to well, say. Well, I don't
0: know where you're going. I don't. I'm not, I do not have a copy of the notes. I don't know where the beats are. I'm just running on every little do you, topic.
1: Do you plan out beats with your notes? No. Yeah.
0: Not. I mean, I try to. So it has like an ebb and a flow and such. I have
1: no ebb or flow. And apparently, I have rickety orgasms <laughs> <on the> table. <laughs> <coughs> it's
0: like a purse.
1: There. <laughs> Don't die. <coughs> Don't die on the show before your <laughs> your Thanksgiving dinner. Go ahead. No, good. that already happened. <laughs> it
0: was incredible.
1: <laughs> the,
0: I came the blood sec- a couple of times. It <laughs> didn't even make sense.
1: The secret <laughs> podcast files that'll never be released. <laughs> None of this is true. None of this. She is has happened.
0: rickety orgasms. <laughs> it's like she has a lung disease, and it. Ah.
1: <laughs> You're a douche. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Okay. I was, trying to remember, Back on track.
0: I was trying to remember the lung disease that begins with an E because I knew that one would be funnier than cancer. Emphysema. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in hindsight, but I'm a writer. And that's how my brain works. All right, continue. Well,
1: thanks for that special, special Thanksgiving celebration.
0: <laughs> you said the words rickety orgasm. <laughs> I needed to make that You said, you said
1: there's a rickety table. <laughs> <laughs> it was all springs and gum.
0: <laughs> springs and bloody come.
1: Oh my god. The Brett Bloom That's story.
0: The name of the um, by the way, the the one that came out a week ago uh, was originally titled Hitch's Cock. Yeah,
1: so, and I changed it <laughs> cuz you're not allowed to so pick. So now names. it's
0: Cold. Uh, so there he was being fat, which is hilarious. <laughs>
1: It's still kind of offensive.
0: But, but we have no podcast description. So, like, if you look no, at that it one just has right a description. on its head. That oh, it does? Has, yeah, I put a
1: description on that one. What's it say? I don't know. I did it earlier today.
0: <laughs> I, I thought remember. we were just dropping episodes with crazy <laughs> fucking titles and going, where? What is this about? Gonna... We, we still call ourselves a collaborative effort. We're collaborating with nobody. <laughs> the fucking. Covid nineteen has struck and fucked <laughs> yeah. our whole game plan up, but we're still like, yeah, we're calling people. I don't know how to zoom.
1: I'm gonna attempt to use this as a segue to get into my notes. Speaking of the podcast, I just descriptions. remembered
0: something. Yeah, I remembered speaking that was on the piece of paper.
1: Speaking of the <laughs> podcast descriptions, uh, no, I like uh, it's been a it's been a rough year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a rough bit.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm like, slamming beers. I'm fucking...
1: <laughs> don't spill. All right. <laughs> and I feel like, um, I don't know why I, like, particularly lately, I guess... They you pandemic? Well, I guess maybe just because it's been going on for so long, and eventually you just kind of get exhausted by it. Um It's just been particularly stressful lately. And, um, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I've been in a bit of a rut. And, um... Oh I guess because we're still doing... Two episodes a week and, yeah. you know, still kind of planning, like, doing films. And um I have been, like, applying to other jobs and stuff like yeah. that. Like, trying to convince myself that I'm not really in a rut. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm still doing stuff. It's all right, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> the fact of the matter is I was looking at the um podcast we have published so far and basically... The podcast dating all the way back to May don't have descriptions on them. <laughs> so, like, half of our episodes don't have descriptions on them. Yeah, um, there's
0: good information in there, but you're not going to click on If you
1: don't know what it's about. There I was
0: being fat on the Mistakes Were Made podcast. <laughs> and you're going to be like, is it motivational fitness advice? No, it's all about Alfred Hitchcock, it turns out.
1: <laughs> I put a description on that one.
0: Hitch's cock was a bit more direct.
1: Yeah, but I was like, somebody's going to think that's porn. (laughs)
0: There I was, being fat. I ordered a pizza.
1: (laughs) So there he was, being fat. No, the description was something along the lines of, uh, we were... Brett gives
0: up on the Hitchcock biography. Uh,
1: We were like doling out knowledge uh, from the late, great Hitchcock, but the moral of the story was not to let someone who cares more about your appearance write your biography.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the way, for the listeners, I did give up on that the day after we recorded because I I got to the part in the documentary where World War II had just kicked off. Do what? Biography. what I call it?
1: Documentary. Oh, yeah.
0: We watch a lot of films, so my brain is typically in that direction. Um, but yeah, i got to this point in the biography where World War Two had just kicked off. Hitch had moved to California, and he was getting called out in the press in England for abandoning England when they needed him to help the war effort. Not to fight, but to make like propaganda films, pretty much. And that was really interesting because I would love to learn about the propaganda industry and how it takes in some of our greatest directors, uses them to make us feel a certain way, watch The Dark Knight. um, Instead,
1: you learned about how fat he was?
0: I learned about he was fat. (laughs) It gets brought up on every fucking page. And they were like, yeah, they were like, and that old pudgy fat fuck ran off to California. (laughs) And it's like, no, dude, England was getting bombed. He flew back to England to try to get his mom to come out to California. She didn't want to come out to California. I want to hear that story, the argument that happened in the household that night. Where Hitch was like, mother, here I am. I know I'm fat, but I didn't sink the goddamn battleship when I was fucking... He took a boat trip from America. He did a Titanic trip. In World War II with German submarines doing their shit. None of that. Buddy's fat. And so I gave up on it, and I'm now reading an oral biography of Hunter S. Thompson, and it's a lot more enjoyable. But continue, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> you cannot not have notes. You're unmanageable. Uh, <laughs>
0: I just sit here and drink and I'm after you're
1: tired, I'm like, how do I get back on track? What was what was I say? Um, so yeah, the, the podcasts, uh, or the podcast episodes don't have descriptions on them. um, (laughs) There's no good segue. There's no good segue. I got there. (laughs) I got there.
0: You should have reversed it. You'd have been like, well, you know, who's not fat? Podcast (laughs) notes. We are short on podcast descriptions.
1: (laughs) Shut up. We are
0: skinny on (laughs) podcast descriptions and Hitchcock was a fat bastard.
1: (laughs) 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 Jackass. You're purposely tanking this episode. No,
0: making it awesome.
1: Um, for fuck's sake, I don't even know what I was going to say. Something about podcast description. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. I can't. I quit. I'm, I'm resigning from Nightmare Box. I'm resigning. You
0: at least got an orange in your glass.
1: A big fat one. I'm a big fat You're orange. You fat my glass.
0: fucking orange in your glass. That fat fuck. <laughs> like
1: Stop.
0: You made vertigo.
1: Stop it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, on a positive note, <laughs> I organized my work bag that I carry to work with me every day. Hell yeah. Uh, this past week, for Thanksgiving, I had four extra days off, so I definitely attempted to catch up on the <laughs> podcast descriptions. <laughs> You can you can check and see she whether or She was trying to put
0: a little weight on those podcast descriptions.
1: <laughs> you can
0: podcast check descriptions and see whether or not day. I failed. Uh,
1: but no, I found a notebook, too. Uh,
0: yeah? Oh, a, did you? Did you find a notebook? The were there words in it?
1: Speaking of the holidays. Because
0: I'm going to derail this, too. <laughs> You're an asshole. I'm trying
1: to have a serious conversation. All right. <laughs> speaking of the holidays, I, I was looking at our bookshelf, um, looking at my books earlier, thinking about like maybe bringing one of them to work or just yeah. looking for some inspiration for the episode or whatever. And I decided to put the Bird by Bird book in my uh, by bag. By Anne Lamont, you should definitely yeah, read it. Yeah, because I still haven't done it yet, so mm-hmm. I decided to put it in my bag because I was like, I, my laptop died to death, so I don't have a computer that I can use during my lunch break at work right now. You should um, make
0: your own notes inside of the book. So that when we go back and like each one of us has to pick it up, like a decade from now, like we've got old notes from everybody. And scribble
1: it. on top of all of Anne's words. Yeah, At the end of it, it'll just be a book we wrote.
0: The funny thing would be if you crossed out my notes, you're like, fuck what you wanted to remember. <laughs>
1: this is what I think matters.
0: <laughs> you're like, I think Brett had a weird takeaway from his reading of this book.
1: <laughs> but anyway, I, I put the Anne Lamont book in my bag and then, um, well, I was looking at our bookshelf earlier today, and there's just a plain black, like, unmarked book that's on our shelf. Yeah. And, like, I always forget what it is until I pick it up. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I picked it up. And it's a,
0: <laughs> it's
1: a notebook that Brett bought me. The very first Christmas that we were ever dating, so, like, way back in yeah. 2017, Brad bought me a notebook that was um, supposed to be, like, little writing prompts, prompts. to inspire yeah. you to, like, write every day or week or however mm-hmm. you choose to tackle it, I guess, and I have never written a single <laughs> word in it. <laughs> I've had it for three years now. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's so, the life of a writer. You have so. a notebook you haven't filled out yet. The favorite version. I'm of- a
1: professional writer. Thank
0: you very much. <laughs> exactly. You don't. I'm a pro. You don't write. You just talk about it a bunch. Mm-hmm. That's my my the way I do. Post
1: in the Facebook groups.
0: Yep, I just waltz over there and I misspell shit. <laughs> and- <laughs> Oh, my favorite version of an unfilled notebook was my dad had passed away.
1: Oh no! Why are you doing this? <laughs> all right, go Do ahead. Do you remember this? Story? Yes. <laughs> my dad
0: had, <laughs> dad, had passed away, and I was uh, I I I'd got all of his books after he died, and he was an avid reader, so like there was a lot that I had to go through, and I started like building out a bookshelf, and uh, this was before I'd met you. And uh, in my office, so I I bought these extra bookshelves and I put some of dad's books up there. And then one night I'm like blasted. I'm just fucking, you know, sitting on the floor, digging through Dad's shit, just being all sad. And I find this book that's entitled Notes to My Son or Notes from a Father or some shit like that. Are
1: you ready to be motivated?
0: Yeah. And so I open it up and there's an inscription from my dad. Where it's like, this is everything I wanted you to know about me. And it's like a really heartfelt message. And then I flip to the first page. And it's blank. <laughs> and the entire book! That was like, what is your favorite childhood memory? Tell me a story about your grandpa. Nothing. And I was like, <laughs> Dad sat down drunk one night. Wrote on the front cover. And it was like, where were you born? And he was like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've got this really depressing artifact from dad. And it's one of my favorite stories about him. He was like, Well wow, fuck. Here I was looking for closure and dad didn't give me
1: anything. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. It's a
0: whole chapter in the memoir that I am writing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time you told me that story, you're like, holding it. My heart's beating really hard in my chest. <laughs> What are the golden words he's left behind for me? <laughs> I flipped to the first page. It's empty. Well, that's got to be a mistake. I keep flipping. Maybe,
0: Dad was a drunk. Maybe he started at page 15. Maybe he flipped through and answered the questions he wanted to answer. No, he wrote this beautiful like five-sentence inscription, and then nothing in the entire book. He's like, here's everything I want you to know about me. And it's like, I am a blank man. (laughs) I don't know if it's poetics, laziness, or he was an alcoholic. I have no fucking idea. But anyway, back to your notes.
1: I don't know how to make your story motivational. My story was I'm going to start writing in my notebook. You start writing in your fucking notebook.
0: If you die and your kid finds it, fucking.
1: Well, those are writing prompts. (laughs) There there was like one that was like, you go camping with people who have never been camping before.
0: Yeah, you're Sarah Jessica Parker. You're they, in a horse ranch.
1: They give you little things. If somebody
0: confuses you with one of the horses.
1: They give you little things you have to include, too. And I think that's why I put it down initially, because they give you a overall prompt. So that was one of them, like, uh, you're camping with people who have never been camping before. Yeah. And then they give you a couple of key things you have to include in the story. And it's like shit like an apricot. <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah>. damn it.
0: <laughs> but think of it like from a screenwriting perspective, like when you do go to fill it out. Because sometimes those things are... Uh, you're not going to use a lot of what you write, and you're going to hate a bunch of the prompts. But, like, one of them might inspire something. Like, I need to write about the color green. You know? <laughs> Prompt books are cool. Yeah, I haven't, I I haven't used one since high school, but I, I'd like to use another one. I thought about yeah, that while I was know.
1: looking at it, which... I probably won't get it for you for the holidays because I'm sitting here telling you but yeah. I was looking at it and I was like oh, I, I also offered to
0: buy you a firearm on the podcast so and <laughs> now I have to do that <laughs> I don't even know if it's legal in Montana to do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought about that when I was swimming through it I was like if I could find like a higher level version for Brett like for advanced writing prompts <laughs> so I was like that would probably be a cool gift <laughs> yeah
0: involve an apricot my opening line he was sitting there
1: Choking to death on an apricot. Choking
0: to death on an apricot.
1: <laughs> all of his friends were laughing at him as he sucked in his last
0: breath. You can't suck in a last breath when you got an apricot yeah, in your mouth.
1: Well, f- <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta add drama to the story. I don't know what an apricot drama. is. It's a-
0: I thought it was uh, mm-hmm. fucking the the thing you make artichoke. Fucking, not artichoke, fucking the, the goddamn gua- guacamole. It's fucking an
1: avocado.
0: All my words disappeared. It's an yeah, apricot, avocado, no. they both begin with A's and they're both green.
1: No. I think apricots are technically a fruit. I don't
0: know, but moving forward.
1: Them. But yeah, so my motivation. we talked more about
0: apricots <laughs> than we talked about fucking anything creative.
1: <laughs> my motive. won't well, you keep hijacking the show. My motivational snippets <laughs> for the American podcast. American hijacker.
0: <laughs>
1: that? I'm going to start writing in my notebook. I'm going to start reading mm-hmm. on my lunch break. I'm going to start. Finding inspiration. You excited? Yes. (laughs) My
0: favorite part about my day. I work a 10-hour shift to get a 30-minute lunch break. And my favorite part of my day is my 30-minute lunch break where I sit in my Jeep. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what the weather is. And it's not well sealed. So hot, cold, I'm out there. I eat my sandwich, which is the same sandwich I had the day before. And I, I read. offer
1: to bring you I'm different not,
0: stuff. No, I, I like the routine of knowing what I'm having for lunch. It's like I, I know because I don't. I don't treasure my sandwich. Like I, I read. And that's what I treasure. So like I go out to my car. I don't
1: treasure the things that I do for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> good
0: to know. That's like is that a fucking trap? Did you just set that out live on the wire? No fucking um. No, I I go out to the Jeep. I absentmindedly eat my sandwich and I'm, I'm excited. useless sandwich not useless, made by anyone that loves you. My useless <laughs> sandwich. And then I drip mustard on myself while I read books. Spicy mustard. Spicy mustard. It's awesome. Spicy mustard, cheese, Swiss cheese, turkey.
1: Turkey. And
0: um, I read. I don't know where I was going with that, but I do that. It's
1: your favorite moment.
0: It's my favorite moment of my entire 10-hour work shift.
1: I don't think...
0: It like clears me, because I'm not on my phone. I'm not getting mm. talked to. It's just quiet. I eat my sandwich in eight minutes, and then I've got enough time to smoke two cigarettes while I'm reading the book, and the entire time I've got a pen in my lap. There's not a lot of room, because I'm six foot two, and I own a Jeep YJ.
1: <laughs> you choose to sit in the Jeep, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes and no. Like I, I don't think I'm going to necessarily find it enjoyable initially. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because on my lunch break, I'll typically... uh, Because I get an hour-long break, I'll typically, like, take my time eating. And, like, if it's... uh, Like, if we're doing our two-star episode, if it's, like, the day before or the day of or whatever, I'll make notes for that. But on the days that I don't necessarily have stuff I have to do for the show, like, I do kind of mindlessly scroll my phone and just do activities that don't really require any effort because... Mm -hmm. My job that I currently do is so high energy and so high stress and it's go, go, go all day long. Like I literally have a watch that counts my steps. I do over 10,000 steps a day and I talk to hundreds of people a day. So it's just so exhausting. By the time I get to my lunch break, I'm like, I just want to sit and do nothing. (laughs) So I don't think up front I'm going to find it. Very enjoyable. I think it's going to be like, oh, now I've got another chore I've got to do. I think for me, I'm trying to view it as ultimately when I get back into the routine of it, it's going to feel positive. Yeah. Because that's kind of how the gym's been, like, um, especially in the beginning whenever it was like every tiny little exercise hurt like hell. And, mm. like, yeah, I'd go home and be like, I can't even move my arms at all anymore, you know? It sucked. And, like... Um, now that I've been going for, like, two months, like, I, like, have noticed been. <laughs>
0: Jax is having a like nightmare. A sleepy
1: growl. <laughs> that sounded so half-hearted initially. He was like, I'm gonna go back to sleep now.
0: Wake up, you idiot. <laughs>
1: hey, Jax. <Jack's>. Um, <laughs> like, I've, I've noticed, like, it's gotten easier, and, like, there, I still have days whenever I go to the gym where I'm just like, oh, I don't really wanna, but, like, even on where I don't want to at the end of it, I'm like, well, I'm glad I did that, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping um, if I kind of force myself to get back into the routine of it, it'll kind of start inspiring other things more.
0: I think you picked a good book to start with um, because it, it, she's... It's a memoir. It's about writing. So I don't know how much you're going to connect with that aspect, but it's much more. Yeah, but it's much more about story than it is about technical writing. Um, It's part memoir. It's part that it's part like feminist empowerment. And you've heard her on Duncan Trussell's show. So it's like kind of in that vein of she's contemplating religion, her relationship with her father, how she writes and how she teaches her students. It It's a beautiful book. And I, I think you'll be swept away as I was. I think you'll find notes on like page two, Like <laughs> You might find notes in the first paragraph. Like it, it, it is an incredible book to start with. I
1: considered briefly taking On Writing with me because I did really enjoy On Writing, and I was I like, need
0: I f- to reread that. Yeah, I
1: was like, I feel like that's a book that like simultaneously is his life story, but also like a motivational book. Yeah, um,
0: it's all about building your toolbox, and then he tells you about his experiences and where he built his own yeah. toolbox.
1: I feel like...
0: And he never calls himself fat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like... there
0: I was, on cocaine. (laughs) Just being all cocaine. And it's like, no, king. (laughs) You threw away the only great story. (laughs) Your wife found it and saved your ass, and then the other great one, Pet Cemetery, you were ashamed of. And thank you for letting us know. Because um, I love it, and you hated it, so I'm better than Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no, and I'm I, over here being oh all fat. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: being all fat with my back brace. You are not being <clears throat> fat.
1: Um, fuck, I was going to say something, and you completely stole it away from me. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry.
0: I tried to make a joke. Thank you. I, I, it felt like we were getting too serious.
1: Just dove it into the... It's a serious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am a professional.
0: Yeah, I drove it into the ground like Flight 93.
1: Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're gonna throw the
0: notes away. No, go, go for it. Go for it. You, you you briefly considered bringing on writing with you.
1: Yeah, because I I don't know. I feel like I've not been in like a rut rut. Like whenever we first um, moved here, we hadn't done any work together at all. That like legitimately. We spent real time on, except for Ziggy, and Ziggy didn't go anywhere. Um, we had kind of sort of tried to shoot a short film in our last apartment, but it really just didn't go anywhere. And then we got here, and... Was it two movies back-to-back that failed, or was it just the one Christmas It was just one? the one. Just the one? Um, yeah, the Christmas movie flopped too and it was just like we
0: burned like three months on it and then it didn't go anywhere
1: yeah and it was like an aggressive like i haven't made anything since college rut and Mm -hmm. i've been out of college for a year at this point you know um and i don't feel like i'm in that kind of a rut and i think that's why i've kind of ignored it it's like well i'm still making stuff as i have time you know and i'm just kind of fitting it Mm -hmm. in here or there you know and we've had episodes before where we've talked about like that not really being enough like if you're in a place where you need to rest then obviously that's the healthy thing to do. Sleep until one (laughs) o'clock in the
0: afternoon try really hard not to feel bad about it.
1: Yeah if you're you're in a place mentally emotionally physically whatever where you need to take a break then that is the healthy choice to make to take a break but I, I feel like I to some level have been making justifications like oh I'm stressed like it's a pandemic like we've got stuff going on we're still doing the show you know it's all right where it's like well you know i could be reading i could be writing i Mm -hmm. could be you know even if they're five second films like fucking ground with little short films outside of the films we're making just to kind of like fine-tune my skills and i'm not so Mm -hmm. i don't know i like i feel like i'm in a place where it's like Okay, you may not be like not doing anything in a rut, but you're also not pushing yourself either. Yeah. So it's, it's
0: We got comfortable at this pace. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get that.
1: Yeah, and it's like I, I've...
0: It's why I abandoned the first two novels that I've put years off editing and just said, fuck it, throw your most recent attempt, which was a year ago. Um, was the last time I tried to do anything big. I've written a bunch of shit in the meantime you know (laughs) like I've done a couple of short films in the past year and I write every day like in my moleskin Mm -hmm. but Like, my last attempt at anything actual was this film I wrote last year. So I threw that in my bag a couple of weeks ago. And it's like if I get a blind moment and then somebody got COVID and I didn't have a chance yet. So it's still in my bag. And then I'll pull that out when I'm working if I get bored reading an Alfred Hitchcock
1: biography. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think, I don't know, I'm at that point where it's like I need to stop accepting that doing just enough is enough, like, I justify not doing the podcast descriptions, because it's like, ah, you know, I just don't have time, I'll catch up on it when I have a little bit of extra time, and it's like, realistically, if I made just a little extra time Mm -hmm. each time, they'd be up to date, you know?
0: Especially because we also have to edit it. I edit one show a week. You edit one show a week. My laugh is very distinctive. So we could just like, hey, what were we talking about around the high points? There's a lot of high points because it's a great podcast. <laughs> fuck that. And, <laughs> you know, just add those to the list. Yeah.
1: Now, speaking of the podcast, we're on Amazon Music now. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah. like I don't Download
0: know. us on like six different things. It helps our numbers.
1: Rate, review, share. Like, <laughs> rate, Please, if you don't even write a review, just click the five star button. Yeah. Or I the need some stars. Or, or the two star button. No. We deserve it. Calm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm the best there ever I'm the GOAT. I'm the greatest there ever was. The most
0: effervescent.
1: <laughs> I am the most effervescent. Um <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe that <laughs> don't take me seriously. I'm not that conceited. Um yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I'm hoping it'll be a good change of pace. Like I, I like in the past couple of weeks, it felt like a push to apply to jobs related to the field a lot more, yeah. and just like trying to pursue other opportunities more. I'm gonna so, be
0: applying for the university. Hopefully, this break, I if you remind to me,
1: remind. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to remind you last week.
0: I get winded up. And then I get too drunk, and then I remember shit, and it's like I can't drunkenly send in a fucking resume. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> it'll be aggressive. It'll be like one of Hunter's letters. It's like hunter. I'm gonna take this resume, I'm gonna <laughs> shove it up your ass, and to kick in your candy machine. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I think um, sometimes it is just about the discipline, even in the creative field. Like if you like the bit King's writing about the muse. Like if you don't show up, yeah you're not going to be inspired. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so my muse is a fat guy with a cigar. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I am feeling that I like, I wait
0: around and sometimes he comes in.
1: <laughs> I am feeling that guilt of like, am I really showing up mm-hmm. or am I just doing the minimum? You know? So I, and I,
0: felt, I felt the same way. way very this week. I felt the same way. Or it's like I'm filling up my whiteboard on a monthly basis, but nothing's going anywhere. Like I I feel like I'm flexing my little muscle, but I'm not trying to do anything with
1: it. And I felt, because you brought up... um, We decided to postpone the short film regarding isolation and skip over to the next thing, and you... um, Which I, I don't know how that'll work out. I don't know what we'll end up actually doing with it, but you had mentioned incorporating some of these other ideas we had talked about and expanding it to be like a 30-minute film and like initially I remember it being like that's a huge undertaking like I don't know that I
0: well you wanted to go to a festival yeah which is a huge undertaking yeah
1: I know and like initially I was like that's a huge undertaking I don't know if I have the time or the energy or the skill set or blah 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 for a 30-minute film and like that was something I was thinking about this week I was like well you know if it ends up being a 30-minute film that's actually 30 minutes worth watching, then that's what we need to do. I so, know what,
0: right now I've got five minutes worth watching.
1: Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, I'm, like, trying to, like, come to that place where it's, like, instead of viewing things as tasking, like, this is a challenge and you can either accept this challenge and Excel mm-hmm. or... Excel Rent. Yeah. <laughs> episode or,
0: 53
1: Fuck, if I know. <laughs> or you can accept where you are, and I'm very tired of accepting where I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me so. too.
0: It pisses me off. I hate my fuck. I, I don't hate my job. Like if I if I you put it in place, I hate having a job. <laughs> I hate being told what to do. I hate you have to be here at seven thirty in the morning, which means You're you need to wake up at for a six, paycheck Yeah it it bugs the fuck out of me and it's why I wanted to do the podcast in the first place back when I used to drink 40s on the show and just get wrecked and scream about I don't know anything literally anything <laughs> I hate having a fucking job and like to me I've got a mission you know like I set out to be a writer that you know i
1: I don't know. I keep saying, you know. <laughs> I, I say, um, constantly. <laughs> so this is, this is mistakes were made. Yeah. I don't edit out the awkward pauses because no, if you have a problem I, with it, then that's on you.
0: I didn't set out to, like, I don't want to be Hemingway. Like, I, I,
1: I don't, I don't want to be anyone. I don't You're need, yeah. <laughs> I
0: want to be self-sustaining. Like, that's all I want. I I can be creative in a lot of fields to make the minimum. I've never made $40,000. I have no idea what that looks like. I've never bought a new car off a lot. My most expensive car that I've ever purchased was five grand. I currently own a Jeep that I spent like $2,700 on. I pay for what I can run and I can't envision a world where Brett Bloom makes more than $40,000 but my goal is to make half a million I don't want to make a million (laughs) and to me in my head having left Nashville and now living in Missoula half a million seems really reasonable and that's not famous That's not even, like, you heard of a guy who heard of a guy who heard of me. You know, like, that's one good story. I don't know. Like, that's kind of the way that I look at it. I don't want to be, like, a legend. I want to be me, and if people like me, then fuck it. But, you know, I'd like to make some cash in the interim. I'm blowing my back out if I can work in a manual labor job and I'm too tired to write. And I have all these vivid dreams and any second that I can get if I've got to stay up till, you know, one o'clock in the morning on a fucking weekday to like scribble one sentence on my whiteboard. It's like I just, I need and the fuck out of it.
1: I know you probably don't mean dreams literally, um, but speaking of dreams, I've been having so many dreams this week of like mundane office work shit that yeah I do i'm having
0: work. dreams about the shelter
1: and i'm like that's really starting to piss me off a little bit <laughs> like yeah. i can't even escape it in my sleep i used
0: to have <laughs> dreams that look like the old school marine corps commercials where like i was fighting a dragon or some <laughs> shit and now it's like I, it's like my dreams are like neo in the opening sequence of the fucking matrix where it's like there i am It's all green, and I'm staring at my computer in my cubicle.
1: Yeah, I, like, I have at least two or three times this week had dreams related to work and, like, slowly come up out of, like... Sleep from them and been like, Stop it, I don't want to dream about that. And then drifted mm-hmm. back off to sleep and started up in the fucking dream again. And I'm like, No, yeah. you don't get my free time. Exactly. You go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating.
0: It's like, Where is it where I'm naked and I'm fighting elves? Like, <laughs> give me those back. Like...
1: Having rickety orgasms <laughs> on a tape. Rickety orgasms. <laughs> Are we near an hour?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Way to fucking interrupt <laughs> no, them. No.
1: I was like, I have a thing I want to say. Yeah, about. we
0: are, um, right almost right on okay. an hour. We're 58, so... <laughs> uh, 42, 43, 44, okay. 45.
1: Stop it. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, dreams and goals and you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had other notes that I was
0: sitting here going, I kind of want a
1: cigarette
0: probably means that the show's about over. Yeah, I was
1: was starting to think I was a little bit hungry. So I was like, it's probably time to (laughs) wind down. Um, I had other shit that we can always talk about later. But um, I have been thinking um, kind of on that same vein of like feeling a little stagnant. Maybe we're not ingesting enough like quality stuff. Um, Yeah.
0: We're watching a lot of really shitty movies. Yeah, and a couple of times a week, we watch some really dumb reality shows just because they make me giggle. Yeah, we watched a really cool docuseries this week.
1: Minus the last episode. Minus
0: the last episode, which is basically just about people killing frogs, and that was called We Are the Champions. It was hosted by Dwight from The Office.
1: Rain Wilson. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a really good one. I didn't like the last episode, though. But, um, yeah, I, I think similar to... Um, I don't know why I keep making these gym comparisons. I think I just like, since I've been going to the gym and stuff more and that's never really been like, I've never been a person who did weights. Like I've only ever done cardio over here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've only ever done like cardio and stuff. And like, I feel like there's, um, a lot more discipline whenever you're doing weights because you have to be a lot more conscious of not injuring yourself and your form and you know,
0: Just kind of maintaining, yeah, Yeah,
1: where cardio is just like, oh, I'm going to show up. I'm going to run on the treadmill and kind of clear my thoughts. And that was kind of my process before. Like, I used to work out um, a minimum of an hour every single day back when I used to do cardio. But for me, cardio was like, I'm going to run and clear my head. There Mm -hmm. wasn't like a discipline to the showing up. It was like, this is me just clearing my thoughts for the day. And with the gym, that's what
0: I used to do with weightlifting. That I would love to do again. Get back in there and fucking throw shit around. It just it it takes away so much of the anxiety.
1: Mm. And well, for me because I'm still so new to it, and I some of the stuff that I have to do like. I do have, like, deadlifts and stuff, like, in Mm -hmm. my routine now and, like, doing the squats with the Smith machine and stuff. Like, I don't know if my form's right and, like, I'll notice, like, the aches in the weird places Mm -hmm. where I'm, like, maybe that shouldn't be aching or whatever. So, like, I'm very conscious of, like, the discipline of it right now because I'm still learning how to do it um, and learning to, like, not burn myself out and just find the motivation to show up. So... Sorry for the weird gym analogies, but I'm very conscious of that right now. Um, but I feel like much in the same way, like, what you're literally consuming and putting into your body when you're, like, trying to be healthier, like, fuels your day. Mm-hmm. Like, the artistic stuff we're consuming is having an effect on, like, my level of, like, creative energy that I have to give back. Yeah. And I I feel...
0: That's why I want to do the really big deep dives. Yeah. You know, the three to five episodes based on one film. Yeah. You know.
1: And, like, I I know sometimes we get, like, a decent two-star where, like, we can, like, really kind of take the time to analyze it. And maybe it's just because the past several we've done have just really not been very good They've been terrible
0: films. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we've kind of dipped back into, like, being negative again and, like... That was one thing I really wanted to get away from whenever we kind of reformatted. Like, I wanted to have intellectual conversations about what we could learn from these So do you want to do,
0: like, mini versions of the Patreon thing?
1: Yeah, so what I've been thinking is, um, I don't know what we would call it. I guess we'd have to have a catchy tagline for it, but instead Um, of...
0: (laughs) It's what they call me. Brett, catchy tagline, blue. You (laughs) fucked with my dad's whole franchise. (laughs) Nuke that shit. Name me Nelson.
1: Bread and breakfast. Um,
0: Bread and breakfast.
1: (laughs) No, I I think it's important that we start watching stuff that's actually... Talented Tuesdays. That seems, like, (laughs) insensitive, though. I I think it's important that we start, like, actually watching stuff that there are real studies available on. Like, people see these things, and it's like, this is a work of art. That's Um, why
0: Apocalypse Now has been sitting over there for you know the past two weeks it's it's just do do we want to watch a three and a half hour fucking vietnam movie based on heart of darkness
1: but yeah just to see
0: marlon brando on cocaine i do
1: want to change up the format a bit and like brett and i literally just discussed this today so i don't know how soon we'll make that transition or if you know we'll kind of reassess how exactly we want to handle it or whatever but i i think It would be nice to alternate out the two stars for uh, higher caliber movies and, um, yeah, maybe kind of do a mini run at what will eventually be our deep dives that we want to do later on, where we do like actual intense series on. Yeah.
0: Like, I want to do five episodes on Joker. You know, yeah. or five episodes on heat, you know? And I,
1: I'm not thinking... Um, I want to
0: do Dog Day Afternoon and like three parts and be like, here's the history, here's the actors, here's the, you know, whatever the fuck we can cover.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm not thinking for the moment, which I mean, I do want to start doing those soon, but I'm not thinking for the moment for this, like something that intense or even movies mm-hmm. quite that caliber like we did. Oh, every once in a while we'll just do a palate cleanser just cause we're so burnt out on bad movies. And yeah. we did, I've been thinking of ending things and did an episode on that one. And I really liked that movie. And there are like other movies that I really want to watch with you. Like I love the movie eternal sunshine. Like that'd be a mm-hmm. great movie to just kind of do a episode talking about it. So just maybe like respected movies, but not like the Godfather, you know, Yeah. and like save those for like deep dives later on. But yeah, you might notice the format change. We might start doing uh, better yeah. movies. <laughs>
0: it's just to stay positive. Like. Well, I'm, just,
1: I'm feeling uninspired, and yeah. I feel like I need... More of that coming in than what we're getting. Like, Mm -hmm. we get so little free time together that we don't ever really watch. Like, we put all these movies on our list where we're like, I really want to see that. And then we never get to it. And it gets pulled off Netflix before we get to it. So
0: And my only, like, good film that I see is, like, Days Where i work or i don't work the next day and Kristen does i throw narcos on and i'm like holy fuck this is awesome and it's you know outside of that it's mostly cheesy shit or documentaries
1: yeah (laughs) so i i think creatively it'd be nice to and that's a challenge to you guys too like ingest things that inspire you whether it's books or paintings or music or movies or whatever like
0: it was chuck polonix entire argument um in a video that was on YouTube, you you don't have writer's block, you're constipated, go out, eat. Yeah. It's a gross analogy, but that's what politics kind of is accurate, does. Kind accurate,
1: though. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not, like, a big, um, like, art gallery-type person, but, like, every once in a while, like, I get in a mood where I'm like, that'd be really nice to just go look at some paintings or whatever, you yeah. know? So, like, sometimes when you just go consume... Other people's art that they really put like love and care into it pulls something out of you. Mm -hmm. So
0: that's why I like stand up because it's all stories.
1: Yeah, (laughs) your stand up's a little offensive in my opinion. Though (laughs) you like offensive stand up, (laughs) but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start hopefully doing that soon.
0: I'm down. Apocalypse now?
1: Not tonight. Not tonight. (laughs) I have work tomorrow.
0: Do I have a good one over there?
1: I know we'll have to look.
0: Pulp Fiction.
1: I'd be down for pulp fiction. We have two copies of it. <laughs> <I> do <absolutely laughs> pulp
0: fiction. Might do pulp fiction and chicken wings. We'll see. And uh I, I don't know if it's not pulp fiction, it'll be some good film that's gonna happen on Tuesday. <laughs> I love you. Love you. And I love you guys. And we will talk to you on that Tuesday after we've watched that weird fucking movie. All right. <laughs> <sighs> la da 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 la